This is the Hot Corner, presented by Free Parking. Another week, we're back again. The Hot Corner fellas, the Hot Corner guys. Well, I should say, one Hot Corner guy this week. It's just myself, my co-host John, CJ, Johnny Pep. He's not joining me this week. Um, unfortunately, guys, he may have the virus. He may have the deadly, deadly coronavirus. So let's wish him a speedy recovery. Because I know one hot corner guy needs his double play partner, his teaser partner. So John, please get better. Fundy needs you because we could have an even crazier slate of games. But anyway, man, what a great weekend of games we had. We had four really good games, honestly. Even Rams-Packers was a good game. Um, you know, Andy Reid, just with the biggest set of testicles I've ever seen. I mean, my God. Chad Henney, man, don't know what else you could say about that guy. But Andy Reid, man, going for it on fourth and inches, midfield, basically, and throwing the football. Wow, what a play. What a call, what a play. Gutsy. Gutsy, gutsy from our guy. Um, so kind of how I'm going to structure this podcast. You know, I didn't want to leave out my guy CJ. Um, so he gave me his picks for the week. He gave me his analysis. So I'm kind of going to mix his in, you know, kind of with, with whatever I'm saying. Um, and, you know, kind of what we do is we recap last week. So me personally... My bets did pretty good. I mean, to be honest with you, I won a ton of money this weekend. Um, I had a lot of money on Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown scorer. And, yeah, obviously that hit. I mean, listen, I smashed it this weekend. I had player prop touchdown parlays hit. Unbelievable. I mean, my, my parlay hit. My teaser hit. I mean... You know, CJ and I last week were all over the Bucks money line. Obviously, the Bucks won. He was on the Browns plus ten. That hit. I had the Chiefs minus ten. That that obviously didn't hit. Um, you know, we were both on the Ravens. I switched. Man, I was on the Bills, and then I picked the Ravens. I should have stuck with my Gert. I should have just picked the Bills, like I said. But I'm an asshole. Then we both had the Packers, um, minus six and a half, and you know, they hit, but. That's fine. So CJ and I had a very good week with our picks, but I had a great, great weekend. Um, you know, not only with my picks, but pretty much everything else. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you know, the Chiefs props have been great for me for the last two years. So, you know, it's not hard for me to really bet Chiefs props. You know, I kind of just do it like it's flossing my teeth every day. But uh, I think CJ and I combined for 8-2 and two in our picks last week. Um, yeah, we had a great, great weekend. Um, CJ's teaser didn't hit, and neither did CJ's parlay because he was all over the Ravens in those. And obviously, I think they teased up to uh, maybe 9.5, and, and I believe they lost by 10. Not stack guys, but, you know, I'm not checking anything, you know. But, yeah, we both had Chiefs props. I mean, 
He had Mahomes' first touchdown score. I actually had the same thing. I was all over that. And we both had Kelsey touchdowns. So we had a great batting weekend. All right, so I'm literally just going to hop right into these games this week. I'm so excited. Guys, you know we got two games left. They're both on Sunday. We've got the NFC Championship game on Fox, 305. Bucks at Packers. Packers are minus 3.5. Over-unders 50.5. Packers' money line is minus 194. Bucks plus 162. Also, obviously, weekly disclaimer, guys. We are not giving you betting advice. Okay? You'd be out of your mind to take betting advice from two schmucks like me and Johnny. But, obviously, disclaimer, not betting advice. These are solely our picks made by us. So, bet at your own discretion, obviously. But, anyway, Bucks at Packers. CJ said... My wish of seeing Tom and the Bucks give Drew Brees no choice but to retire to the game. And as much as it hurts to say, he likes the Packers. So CJ's all over the Packers this week. He says Rodgers hot. They're in Green Bay. And he's going to do Packers minus 2.5. So he's going to buy a point from the 3.5. But he said his play is probably going to be the money line. And he doesn't like the over-under. So it sounds like to me that CJ is going to take the Packers minus two and a half, and he's going to take the money line. It says in this little write-up we have here, it says Packers minus two and a half, buying a point, but leaning more towards the money line. Uh, Knowing him, he's going to take both because he's an absolute psychopath. And the over-under, I already know he's definitely going to do that too. He's going to buy points down because he's an asshole. But CJ likes Packers minus two and a half, alt spread. And the money line. Um, John, right off the bat, we are not in agreement. Um, my pick this week, I'm taking Bucks money line. I think the Bucks do it. I think Brady is going to go to Tampa Bay. And he's going to give the Bucks a chance to win the Super Bowl at home. Which would be the first time that's ever been done. Which would be absolutely insane. But if there's anything that Tom Brady has shown us, is that insane is not... Part of his vocabulary. The guy's 98 years old and he's still a top five quarterback right now at this stage of the game. Obviously, he's the best quarterback to ever lace up his boots. But I'm taking the Bucks money line. I think the Bucks do it. I think, I don't know. I've, I've been saying it all year. I think the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. I don't care about any other team really in the NFC besides Green Bay. But I think the Bucks are going, man. Bucks are hot. Their defense is playing unbelievable. I mean, dude, they got the best. They they have the best linebacking core in the NFL. It's not even close. Their defense is disgusting. They already destroyed the Packers once this year. I understand it was Week Six. Actually, fun fact about these games: Packers Bucks played Week Six, and Chiefs Bills also played in Week Six, which is the weirdest thing and the weirdest coincidence I've ever seen. And what's actually crazy is, you know, jumping ahead, but Bucks beat the Packers, Chiefs beat the Bills, and those are my picks this week. So, anyway, yeah, I'm all over the Bucks money line. I think the Bucks are going. Um, I don't, I don't know about the over/under. Fifteen and a half is tough. I would probably take the under at fifteen and a half. 
you know, I know the I know the Saints in the Bucks game was, you know, 30 to 20, but this is a little different here in Green Bay. You know, Rodgers had his worst game of the season against the Bucks, like really bad. So, you know, they not that they have him figured out, but you know that they're going to play him well. Um, so I do like the under. I don't see the Bucks scoring a ton of points. I know AB was hobbled a little bit in that game, and that definitely hurts them because Jair is going to cover. You know, probably Mike Evans and Jair Alexander. He's the number one corner of the Packers. is amazing. So I'd probably bet the under. All right, and then the the night game on CBS. Hello, friends. We're getting Jim Nance and I don't know Jim. We're getting Tony Romo. Six forty. Bills at Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus two and a half. Over under is fifty three. Chiefs money line is minus one fifty. Bills is plus one thirty two. Also, remember these are FanDuel lines. You know, as of Monday, so. Everything is contingent, and it's probably going to change. But CJ's pick, um, he says Bills are legit. Allen and Diggs are on another planet. Defense is playing well, but until somebody actually knocks them off, he has to pick the Chiefs. He says Pat Healthy with the offense is obviously unstoppable. Would have rolled against the Browns if he didn't get hurt. Chiefs were on pace for almost 600 yards of offense. Um, He said he's going to take Chiefs at home. Chiefs minus two and a half, but he's probably going to lean again towards the money line. He said over-under, he's staying away, but he said 100%. Now, this is a quote. 100% betting Kelsey anytime touchdown score. Guy's insane. So we will be checking your bet slip on... uh, I guess we'll post them on... No, we'll still... I don't know. Post them on Saturday or Sunday. We got a little treat in this podcast for you, too. But... Probably going to post these football ones on Sunday. But, yeah. Got to check the bet slip. See if this kid actually bets Kelsey anytime TD score. I bet you he's going to be a big favorite. And I'm about to tell you why. So, CJ's picking Chiefs minus 2.5. Probably going to do the money line. And he's not touching the over-under. John, I mean, I'm with you. Do I, like? How do I go any other way? I could literally spend... Five days talking about how the Chiefs beat the Browns. Uh, Chad Henney's run. I could literally tell... Like, anything is possible. It doesn't matter. I can literally say whatever I want. But I'm taking the Chiefs minus minus two and a half. I'm taking the money line as well. Obviously, that's if Mahomes is healthy and he's playing. Um, Obviously, the line would change drastically if it was Chad Henney. But as it sits now... You know, the reports are out. I think Mahomes is going to play. Um, and listen, he played a great game against the Browns. He really did. The guy's unbelievable. I mean, playoff time, he literally takes it to another gear. And it's awesome as a fan to watch. But even a fan of the game, like, he's unbelievable to watch. Um, I am worried about his toe a little bit. But I think I think he'll be okay. I am going to take the Chiefs. I love how the defense is playing right now. I mean, you know, outside of a couple, I think it was two or three rushes that Chubb had in the third quarter that actually made him have a decent day. But, I mean, Brown's running game was getting shut out for most of that game. They didn't do anything in the first two quarters. Fourth quarter, they didn't do much on the ground either. Um, Baker played his ass off. That's really what it was. Baker played really well, but the Chiefs' defense, in short, just 
was all over the ball. I mean, Tyron Matthew, that interception was amazing. Chris Jones was in Baker's face literally on every play. I mean, great, great defense. Spax has done a terrific job with this team, you know, the last two seasons on defense, and I just give him so much credit. Um, Our former defensive coordinator, Bob Sutton, was an absolute disaster. I mean, the dude literally wouldn't blitz. We sat in his zone, and good teams in the AFC would just pick us apart. Um, So it's nice to see us actually have a unstoppable offense with a with a pretty you know respectable defense so I'm going to take the Chiefs money line I'm also going to take that minus two and a half um, I'm so excited for these games this weekend I'm so pumped for these games uh, probably also going to bet Kelsey touchdown I mean if it ain't broke don't fix it so the reason why CJ and I are all over this Kelsey prop so this is a little stat, and listen, obviously you guys know we literally could care less about stats. We are not stat guys, promise you that, but the Cleveland Browns were the worst team in the league against tight ends, and Travis Kelsey demolished them. Well, you want to know who's the second worst team in the league against tight ends? Nobody circles the wagons against tight ends like the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, the Bills are the second worst team in the league against tight ends. Travis Kelsey is going to annihilate the Buffalo Bills. They are going to not have any clue what hit them. He killed them when they played in week six. He's going to do it again today. Or today. I wish it was Sunday. He's going to do it again on Sunday. I'm expecting him to have an an overwhelming amount of targets. I mean, the Chiefs' offense doesn't move without him. And the other big thing about this game is they're saying Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to come back in this game, which is huge. I mean, Darrell Williams played great. Le'Veon Bell is the slowest guy on the, on the team. But they're also saying Sammy Watkins is going to be back. And the Buffalo Bills drafted Samantha Watkins. So are we talking about a revenge game here? Listen, all I'm saying is Sammy Watkins on the Chiefs has shown up in huge spots. I mean, this guy has literally dominated the playoffs for the Chiefs. Fact check me on that. I promise you he has. Look at him in the Super Bowl. He toasted Richard Sherman on that deep touchdown. Um, so we're both on the Chiefs this weekend. He's on the. We're both on the Chiefs minus 2.5 and, and the money line. He's on the Packers Buying a point, minus two and a half, and the money line. And I'm all over the box, money line. So we are a little bit different here. I mean, listen, you're not going to be that much different. There's two games. So that's kind of where we're at with these games. Obviously, as per every week, Johnny does his where does it lose parlay, better known as the Johnny's must win parlay. He said he's keeping it simple this week. He's going Packers and Chiefs money line. Now, Johnny's teaser, guys, he's very upset. He said, unfortunately, I cannot combine Packers and over with Chiefs and the over. So possibly a teaser of both games of the over. Or he's going to tease the Packers and he's going to tease the Chiefs. But as of right now, he will not be going with the tease. And guys, I can tell you, this is the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. 
This kid lives and dies by teasers. I can literally bet you money. I can bet you money. This kid is going to put in a teaser. He He's the self-proclaimed Johnny Teaser. I mean, Johnny Tease, T. The kid's putting in a teaser. Now my parlay, I'm doing I'm doing the same thing. I'm going Packers. Um, sorry, I'm going Bucks Chiefs money line parlay. Hammer it. Teaser. I don't know. It's kind of John's thing. I'm more of the props guy. Like I said, props ho. That's me. Everybody comes to me for the props. Everybody wants to know my props. So, as per usual, we got our biggest takeaways from this past weekend. I think both of us agreed. That the Browns are pretty close, but no cigar for them. Baker played really well, um, but obviously the Chiefs D stepped up. Biggest takeaways, obviously, was I think the most electric play of either game was Chad Haney's third third down run at the end of that game, and obviously Andy going for it right after that. Um, you know, he literally showed like the amount of balls this guy showed. With pretty well, obviously the season on the line with a backup quarterback going for it on fourth down. Obviously, I know it's fourth and inches, but listen, game of inches. So, Chad Haney, man. Another thing CJ wanted to point out was Le'Veon with the downhill track of Le'Veon Bell's career. Um, dude, he said he had two carries and one target without Clyde, which is absolutely horrendous. I mean. And I don't understand it, honestly. I mean, down the stretch, Le'Veon was kind of playing well. And then they just didn't use him in this game. Darrell was kind of hot, though. And, I mean, obviously their game plan, they didn't care about the running backs. That's That wasn't their game plan whatsoever. So, um, we were both shocked about Baker Mayfield. He, he honestly has grown so much as a passer this year. Um, he just looks way better without Odell, to be honest. I know it's like weird as it is to say, but Odell, I think, kind of sets him back as a passer because he's just so worried about you know throwing the ball to Odell. He doesn't want to mess up, and that actually does the exact opposite. He just turns the ball over so much because all he's trying to do is throw to Odell when, in fact, his favorite target is Jarvis Landry, and now it's actually kind of turning into Rashard Higgins. So I think in the offseason they should really do something about Odell. You know, but yeah, we were both shocked about Baker, man. He played well, and obviously, another big takeaway was Lamar sucks. Guy can't throw the ball, and that Drew Brees literally is such a shell of himself that obviously it's time for him to go. Another takeaway I had was Jameis Winston, man. Jesus, Marion, Joseph. Yo, that guy can play. The Saints have negative $95 million in cap space next year, so I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with their roster. But, yo, Jameis, Jameis, man, he's slim. He's got Sean Payton. He's going to have slant boy Michael Thomas. He's going to have Kamara. And I don't know, man. I think he might be good in Tampa. So, that touchdown pass, I mean, he would have hit any of us. But, still, nice to see him. Nice to see Sean Payton draw something up for Jameis. Um, but I think that's good for obviously this past weekend but what we want to do is talk about next weekend and very interesting storyline we kind of have the old school versus the new school obviously the old school being the NFC quarterbacks with Brady and Rodgers 
And, you know, the new generation of quarterbacks with Mahomes and, and Allen, um, you know, it's kind of like the new wave of quarterbacks taking over because the, the guys that I grew up watching, you know, Peyton's gone. Big Ben's literally on his last legs. Philip Rivers is horrendous. Eli's gone. You know, Drew Brees is gone. Brady's literally going to play until he's 90. Um, I know I'm missing a few. But those are like the top quarterbacks that, you know, jump out to me from when I was a kid. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of sad because it's like, oh, man, my child, my, like, this is really it, man. Like, my childhood's going. All these quarterbacks are going. But, you know, the great thing for me being a Chiefs fan is in the new wave, you know, I kind of have the best one right now. So that's what's awesome about this. But it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, the outcomes of those games, but, you know, I love getting into, like, the ticky-tacky stuff. You know, every play in the playoffs is so important, and you can tell, man. Like, these guys really try not to call, you know, a bad play or a play that's going to set the team back. It's it's literally insane how important the play calling is on every single play in these playoffs. Like, I'm yelling at the TV on second and eights in the first quarter, like, Every play matters in the playoffs, and that that's so interesting to watch that. So, we're also looking out for, obviously, the Sammy Watkins revenge game, possibly. Both interested to see that. I'm probably going to put some props on him if the guy is actually playing. You never know at Watkins. But, revenge game against the Bills. So, it'll be interesting to see that. Also, looking out for... The weather in Kansas City and the weather in Green Bay. I have no idea what it looks like. I know Green Bay might snow. Kansas City usually snows this time of year, so I have no clue. So it'll be interesting to look at the weather. Um, Also, one thing I'm very interested in this weekend has nothing to do with football. But on Saturday night, we got a huge UFC fight between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. And we are so amped up about that. So when I said before, you know, about when the bet slips were coming out, uh, we were thinking Sunday because Saturday we want to put out a UFC-themed bet slip, you know, based around the McGregor fight. I mean, the guy hasn't fought. I honestly think it might be a full. Is it a full calendar year? I mean, you guys are hearing me fact check this live right now on this... uh, you know, on the hot corner. But I really do think it's been a full calendar year since this guy has fought. And wow, it would be actually amazing if my internet wanted to cooperate with me. But actually, hey, in the meantime, yeah, we will be doing a UFC bet slip on Saturday. And our picks for the fight are going to be Set in about five seconds, if I can find his... Okay, McGregor fought, yeah, January 18th. Literally a full year, a full year since he fought Cowboy Cerrone. So, definitely pumped for that fight. But, CJ and I are both betting on McGregor to win. Obviously, hard not to bet on him. Connor's electric, whether he wins or not, I don't care. We're both betting on Connor. 
I'm personally going to bet him knockout in the first round, along with some other props. So you guys got to stay tuned for those. Um, so pumped about that card. And it's going to be another great weekend of sports. UFC on Saturday. You got, you know, championship football on Sunday. You got Fundy Friday again on Friday. You got, obviously, this episode of the Hot Corner on Tuesday coming out. And we're going to have another great weekend ahead. But one thing I do want to say is we were going to do a guest for this episode. But obviously, CJ, you know, might have gotten the virus. Who knows? But, guys, as it looks right now, I think we're going to have our first guest on this podcast um, next week. So, definitely look out for that. We're going to be talking NHL. He's a big hockey guy. I'm not going to say who it is. Um, You know, give you guys a little bit of breadcrumbs. He's a big hockey guy. He loves betting puck. He always gets pucks deep. Uh, You know, he's another member of the Pagano and Associates softball team. So we will be hopefully having him on next week. So that's also what you guys should be looking out for. Um, let's win some money this week. Hot Corner's hot. And the only way to stay hot is to keep betting hot. Is that hot for you? Are we clearing that, man? 